1: My dog had the indoor Zoomies last
2: night, and tragically, a light bulb was murdered. Tragic. You know how the cartoon Tasmanian devil spins around like a tornado? Well, that's pretty much me every week now.
1: Yeah, you and Otis have something in common. Well, in better news, I ate a loaf of garlic bread last night, and it was good.
2: Wow. Nice. Eat food, brush teeth, get eight hours of sleep. There's so much to do just to stay alive, Sarah.
1: Indeed. Have such a good day. And welcome to have such a good day. The show that wants you to have such a good day. Pretty much. I
2: mean, it's we're, just, we're literal people. Yeah, we're we're our, we made sure our title was like really on the nose because we don't want to confuse anybody. Because I mean, yeah. our show is not confusing at all whatsoever. <laughs> yeah,
1: like have a good day. People would be like, "Well, like, what kind of good day? A, such a good day! Such a good day! Oh, okay, yeah, a okay. Really now it's one. clear. Okay, yeah, we you want us to have yeah. like a
2: better than normal day. Cause, yeah, and I mean, and if
1: for any reason we weren't clear, that's what we want from you and ourselves.
2: We, I mean, who wants an okay day or just like just a good day? Is so average well i'll tell you what heather sometimes i'm just trying to get through the day i know it's true
1: but i want to have such a good day always maybe that is is my goal Kind of like your eight hours of sleep. I'm like, well, that never happens, but I'm always
2: trying for that. 100% on the effort. But uh, why don't we should have just called our show, like, um, just trying to get by? (laughs) That would have made more sense. Lumping along
1: till our next nap.
2: (laughs) Oh, I love it. Well, if Uh, you are new to our show, um, it is the show that uh, tries to you know, sort of reveal the absurdity of everyday life for our collective entertainment. So welcome. Right. And we're both in our uh, our own homes. I have yes, changed my shot a little bit just so that you can't see the chaos behind, uh, in front of me, which is my living room. Um, and uh, yeah, so... I, well, I
1: thought your chaos was very nice. Um, for anybody well, who's you. watching our video, they know that Heather and I are kind of, you know, we're trying out some new stuff. We're... We're doing the show remotely over the last several episodes rather than being in person because life has gotten in the way. Mm-hmm. And I'll I'll be moving out of LA proper uh imminently in yeah, less than a week um anyway. So um but I think your shot looks very nice. Well, thank you very much. You I like an, a, the, the you got a nice wall. sky blue. Yeah. Oh, see it, it it doesn't totally come across as turquoise to me, but oh, um, I yeah, find, it, sky. find it I find I find it very mellow. Well, and thank nice. you. I like it a
2: lot, yeah. and um, I'm, you know, I'm trying to make the best of a sort of a temporary situation. But um, no, I'm lucky. I'm lucky. I have a roof over my head. <laughs> this so <line>. it goes. <laughs> well, for- <laughs> thank God. Hallelujah <laughs> on Hallelujah, that one. Hallelujah, man. I mean, because for- so many people don't. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I mean, they've got like the. There's a lot of people that have like a, a freeway overpass as their. Uh, you know, oh their roof, which is yeah, very sad. But anyway, Sarah, I digress. How's your week been? I have talk to been, you in a minute.
1: My week's been good. So, you know, speaking of our video uh, folks, because I know a lot of you listen, but we do offer a video feed as well. Uh, there's some boxes behind me, and I was going to, like, move around everything before we did, did this, but I'm I'm in straight-up moving mode. Like, I'm moving in less than a week and I I have movers. Like, it's not like I have to, like, get everything into a U-Haul by myself. But, but you there's a lot pack all your boxes by yourself. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot, a lot that of has work. to go into the to them getting ready to move me long distance. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, I'm not moving to another neighborhood the way that I have, you know, in the past many times. I'm moving... Uh, across California which is a real big state turns out so <laughs> there is. so yeah so you know i'm 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 doing my best I think that it's funny I um I ha- have been thinking about why moving gives me so much anxiety where I'm like it's not that hard Sarah like you just have to like put things into boxes you gotta buy some packing tape you know you gotta you know stack some stuff off you gotta take some pictures off the wall you've done this a million times like why is this so stressful and I don't really know I I, and I move all the time you know people are like Sarah you move way too much like why are you moving all the time I moved a lot as a kid I'm used to it yeah this is just what I do like Mm -hmm. living somewhere for two years is a long time to me Mm -hmm. and it's it's just it's 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 just the way it is. Well, it's
2: like what, how they say, they say like death, divorce, moving. I mean, those are yeah, like the most like, right. traumatic experiences. But maybe this time around, I would imagine you're going to be there for a while. That's the plan.
1: Well, it sure is. I mean, but Who knows, that is but... but you know, that is, you know, I don't know. I'd been talking about moving for weeks now, but what I wanted to Months, actually really. talk about because yes, exactly. I mean, that's <laughs> all we do. Heather yeah. and I just moved. So we on. talk about it. Should
2: just been a moving moving theme show. <laughs> <You
1: should've just laughs> have such a great moving day. Oh god. <laughs>
2: moving is the pits.
1: Moving is the pits. But I'm I'm very excited about what it'll be on the other side. There's just a lot that has to happen between now and then. And a lot of it is just like disruptive to my routine. And Mm -hmm. this is why I like can't sleep at night. And, you know, I'm just a baby about things. But uh, what I wanted to talk about on my weekly uh, anecdote is not really about moving at all. It's because, so I've spent a ton of time uh, because I really am going to miss the neighborhood in LA that I live in now. Uh, I love it. i've I've it is has become home to me. i I hope to revisit it one day in some sense. You know, when I get rich, buying a house down here. <laughs> yeah, mark 100%. my words.
2: Yeah, just not, you know,
1: it's not happening right now. Just buy Linda Del
2: Rey's house out from under her. That would be that's cool. right.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, once I just get like get more popular than yeah. I will go exactly. Uh I, I will go ahead and do that or, you know, just make her love me and be invited <laughs> over. And we can talk about how Total I don't like her music white very much her. at all. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, but, but so, you know, Otis and I have been doing our, you know, we do our, you know, mommy and doggy walks. All over town. And we've got our our little routines that, you know, we enjoy. And if I have like an hour, I know which one it is. If I've got like a couple hours, like I did this morning, you know, it's like, okay, then we can do like the bigger loop, you know, and maybe mm-hmm. hit the dog park and, you know, you know, go do our hike and all of that stuff. So I've got that all dialed. That always involves... Uh, meeting other, you know, walkers, runners, people with dogs, people with strollers, whatever, because everybody's got the same idea because it's beautiful. Mm. Great. No problem. But there, there are, there are three things that I've identified as the most annoying things you can do when sharing a sidewalk with someone else. (laughs) Oh, this this is going to be good. Yeah. And so the number one thing is, and this one is pretty obvious, but the number one thing is and you can always tell because it'll be so. You know, you can hear them saying like, "Oh, and th- that's the church," and blah blah mm-hmm. blah. You're like, "Okay, somebody's got two people from out of town, and they're all three across." <laughs>
2: totally. And they're I know just exactly they're, what you're gonna they're, say. They're, they're
1: they're just three across, and you're like, "Well, there isn't room for me either behind you or crossing you." Like, mm-hmm. and I get what you're doing, but it's sort of like. Like I think of it as like three across at a bar on Mm -hmm. bar stools is Mm -hmm. sort of like that can that can work, but it's like slightly annoying because like someone's always kind of having to like move in the other direction to make sure that they make eye contact with the other people. Mm -hmm. You don't really want that. You want a triangle. Yes. You don't want three across. So the three across thing is just sort of like, okay, well, you've you've basically just put cones
2: up in front of me (laughs) and now Mm -hmm. I can't get around you. You know, unless I like walk into the street. I'm so Uh, conscious of that. Like, I really am. Like, so many people, I know what you're saying. It's like, they're so oblivious to it, though. (laughs) And they don't realize that they're completely blocking any avenue to get around. And I just find it funny, that obliviousness.
1: And it's not even like, like, two people holding hands is annoying. Mm -hmm. It can be. This is worse because this is mom and dad are out of town or are, are in from out of town or whoever. And I'm just kind of showing them stuff and we all kind of have to be like a force field together. OK, so that's the number one thing that, you know, I just can't stand. You just got to look around, man, and, you know, wake up. The, <laughs> the number two thing is the person who and this very much... um Uh, um, mirrors what is most wrong about freeway driving as well is the person who's just kind of sitting on your shoulder and you're like you're in my blind spot you're in my blind spot like I don't know what you're doing but like you're like being unsafe Mm
2: -hmm.
1: when you're walking or jogging or whatever there's always that person where you're like dude you hang back or you get in front of me (laughs) I don't care what you do. It like makes but, it makes you nervous. But you don't hang out on my shoulder. Yeah, like it makes me feel like you're going to rob yeah. me. Yeah. That's what it makes me feel like. Or just like, what is wrong with you? You know, you kind of, you just feel like, oh, there's somebody
2: you there. Feel, that- you feel the presence. And Oh, I know exactly the- what you're talking about. That actually is a total pet peeve of mine. You're like, oh oh it yeah is and- just, it
1: is just the worst and some people just like it's almost like they want to be close to you or something where like they feel better about it because it happens enough where I cut I kind of, you sort of look back and you make eye contact and you're like
0: Whoa. I think it's Ooh, more like people aren't
2: in touch with like these like the world around them and their bodies I think they just don't like they're not as sensitive to those types of things that than than we are I, suppose. I feel
1: Yeah. But it's... I, I'm, I'm telling you, like, you know, little parrot on my shoulder. I know. I will kick your ass eventually.
2: We're, we're fragile I,
1: flowers, Sarah Lane. That's right. That's right. Yeah. So just, personal mm. space. Very
2: important. So that's, that's, a, that's oh, a no good. What about like an elevator? Like kind of like in the elevator where someone's just like standing way too close and you're brushing against them. Like, yeah. Well, it's, it's interesting that space, you say man. that because my, my third biggest mm. pet peeve, and this isn't even...
1: It's not an elevator, although that is a a very good comparison. And it's not even the person who's sort of buried in their phone and oblivious. That's a whole other pet peeve, but that's not even what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the person who, okay, let's say, let's call it a sidewalk or a path or, you know, something where it's like there's a finite width here. Sure. And I always hug the right because I'm like, I don't know, I'm just... I live in the US, we, you know, you, you kind of keep to the right, you know, you, you might <laughs> yeah. keep to the left in other parts of the world. But, you know, I, I sort of, <laughs> I feel like in general, I do that. But if I have to keep to the left, not a problem. That's a good rule. If, a good if rule there's room for everybody. Mm. But there will be that person who kind of like, they see you come in and you see them come in. And they
2: are straight up in the middle. Oh, and they won't budge. And they're being stubborn and, and, you, and they won't yeah. move. Oh, and I you know con- exactly what you're talking about. And you're, oh. and
1: you're kind of like, again, like the eye
2: contact, like you kind of want
1: to be like, whoa, heads up. Like you're like totally in my space right now. Mm-hmm. And some people just don't care. Like no. it's like, and it's not even, I don't even think they're trying to be rude. I think that they just don't feel like they should be as far away don't. You don't, you don't as think possible. they're just waiting
2: for you to like yield to them? I,
1: but but there's no yielding to do because I'm already on the edge. Yeah, I know. I know, That's a I thing. know, I know exactly it's, what you're it's, talking about. It's the person who's like, I will also not be on my edge so that we have a comfortable mm-hmm. distance between us. Yeah, you know, I don't want to touch you. Like, I hear you, you know, loud I and clear. Cross shoulders. I,
2: I think that this is something that we should take to uh, <laughs> the, uh, I don't know, the city commissioner's office i don't know that's so, right. make, make some rules and put up some signs
1: yeah so i i really got on my high horse about the three things you should not do while walking um you know again like it applies it. to jogging it certainly applies to bikes on some level but i mean this is just straight up walking i mean i should which have is, which is a you. basic thing
2: that most humans do because i would have done three of my biggest pet peeves driving <sighs> Because I do so much driving yeah. now. I should have done that. I could probably do it off the top of my head. Well, um,
1: I mean, hey, save it for, you know, a future show. Yeah, man. We, we could talk we could talk about driving. And get everybody <laughs> upset.
2: <laughs> okay. But how was your week? My week has been it's been pretty wild. Um, I will say the last like couple months has been very long kind of work days, lots of it's a very dense, uh, dense days, like full of just like big meetings and lots of like productive hours and hours upon hours upon hours. And you feel like you're, wow, I've accomplished so much today. And then you're not done yet. So it's just been a lot of like that Tasmanian devil thing where I'm like, I'm moving pretty fast. I'm managing a lot of details, but it's been cool. We're getting content coming in. I should share some of it with you. It's pretty dope. I'll show you some stuff tonight uh, when I see you later. Um, But uh, um, yeah, it's been, it's been pretty interesting um, i'm I'm enjoying it. My contract got extended another month, um possibly toward the end of the year. So, you know, still Very living cool. on the edge. Very cool. It is cool. It's hard to make plans though. like i'm I want to make holiday plans, but it's a little tough because, Um, you know, like it's, it's sort of a last minute sort of renewal, but anyway, it's all good news, but I did want to mention one little tiny story that I heard recently that I thought you would enjoy. Cause I'm, I'm here to try to make your day so good. Um, and so (laughs) there is a place actually not that far from here, from Los Angeles County called Idlewild. Have you heard of it? Uh, no, I think of Idlewild as what JFK airport
1: used to be called.
2: Yes. Yes. It's a, it's a, I think it's, I'm not sure that's the same spelling, but it is a place a little East, uh, from here. That's supposed to be really trippy. I've never been there. It's like a little community and it's got like pine trees and it's very mountainous. It's probably something you wouldn't picture would be near here. Anyway, it is, it's a non-incorporated town, which, uh, I, was, I, I assumed what that meant, but it's, you know, essentially uh, a place that isn't governed by, like, a municipal, like, corporation. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah the sheriff deals, deals with hope. you. There's exactly. no police
2: department because there's no there there. Exactly. And so they... Um, <laughs> if you're a criminal, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so the, the funny thing about this town is the mayor uh, is a, actually a dog. And his name is Maximus <laughs> Mighty Dog Mueller Two. So he's the second, he is the second mayor of this town. There was a first Max, the dog, mayor. They both were golden retrievers. Um, and this, this second, um, Mueller II is, has been, um, you know, protecting this town since t- 2014. He's part of the independent party, if you're wondering um and he makes yeah. appearances at city events and he goes to hospitals and schools and he even makes house calls for those in need um and um they did you know they're not in need of a human mayor because of this this unincorporated you know town so i love that i, I know that. it's so funny and i love like this sort of just, it's just it's so amusing that humans like can make decisions like this you know and so apparently the re- the reason why this kind of came about was they decided that they would have kind of like a people could um, you know sort of enter this it was a campaign okay so like local you had to be a resident um, but you could uh, you know recommend your dog or your cat to be mayor and so there were I guess 14 dogs and two cats they were nominated and ran for office. Um, they so you cast your vote via like dollar donations, and then all the proceeds, which I think that they, um, I think that they actually raised like thirty-one thousand dollars, go to ARF, which is an animal rescue, uh, animal rescue friends is what it's called. Um, Max is actually so running against thirteen other dogs and two cats, which I think I just said. Um, very very adorable uh, little golden retriever, and Max actually has. Two de- deputies, Mikey and Mitzi, and they're also golden retrievers. And so they continue wow. to serve the town of Idlewild. Um, you know, the you know Max's you know main goal is to make a world, make the world a better place through making Idlewild a wonderful place to live. Um, well, it sounds pretty wonderful sweet. already. And don't you want to move there? I mean, maybe you should you know maybe you should change yeah, your mind about just, where you're moving
1: <laughs> just just change my plans well where i'm moving is probably the kind of town that would also have a dog as a mayor we'll see that's i have really checked our municipal government uh this is true. you know roster recently probably some people i went to high school with but but uh but yeah no that's cool it's funny i, I you hear about this every so often mm-hmm. you know like oh a cat got you know, um, the entire will of that rich lady who just died mm-hmm. or a dog as a mayor <laughs> or you know a, I think there's actually a cat up in a town in Alaska that's been mayor for quite some time oh my god I love it I actually I heard the story and, on NPR. yeah and it's just it's just like you gotta laugh I mean oh, it's yeah. not as if people are like we want mayhem it's like no, no we just don't need this no, and we so want... we're just gonna have a little bit of fun with it
2: and raise some and money for charity not? kudos exactly. to you exactly and I when I heard this uh report report I actually it really did make my day I like was <laughs> thoroughly enjoyed it was a thorough report too like they they were there was about like 10 or 15 minutes um it was pretty great anyway I thought you would enjoy that I did I enjoyed
1: it a lot um <laughs> another thing that I have enjoyed over the years um although my tastes have changed somewhat is cheap clothing mm-hmm. and um I think I started to think about this because you know Heather and I are so close in age, and we have we didn't grow up in the same town, but so much of our formative years we we, we have in common. Like, oh yeah, I did that too. Yeah, I did that too. Oh, yeah, that too. yeah just, you know, just drinking. Heavily. We just <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah, you know, the important things. Yes, but um, there was a, a a report. I mean, it's it's true. Um, The company (laughs) reported it themselves a couple weeks ago that Forever 21 was filing for bankruptcy. And now, because bankruptcy is always more complicated than, like, people go like, oh, it means it's done. No, it doesn't mean it's done. It means they have to read, you know, kind of uh, establish how money works. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you file for Chapter 11, you have to pay taxes, Mm -hmm. and you can kind of... Um, you know, perhaps have a resurgence or perhaps not. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, that's neither here nor there. The the point is, is that the company isn't doing well
2: mm-hmm.
1: and had to do some restructuring. And that was Chapter 11 bankruptcy. And what's funny to me is I'm not a big Forever 21 fan, actually. In fact, I don't even really know what the name means. I always assumed it meant... You'll be forever twenty-one years old. I think that's what it is. Wear and this clothing. Yeah, like
2: you're, you'll be young forever, kind yeah. of thing. But, but like, I don't really know. I, well, the, their clothing is very youthful. It's very, but yeah, sure. I don't know. That. I don't it's, know the real meaning. I'm just, yeah. Guessing I that's mean, what I, it
1: is. I, yeah, I, 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 we're probably right. But yeah.
2: like, I don't really know.
1: I also, again, being from a small town in Northern California. I mean, Forever Twenty One existed for a while before I ever saw one. Mm-hmm. The first Forever Twenty One I saw was in Manhattan. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, when I was visiting a friend, and I was like, "Oh my gosh!" You know, like on Fifth Avenue or something. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, "Oh, we have to go in there!" You know. And she was like, "Sarah, you're the worst." <laughs> and I'm like, "No, I'm going to buy like a few things for five dollars," which I did. Uh-huh. But but I didn't I didn't really have you know I didn't know I'm sure there's plenty of Forever Twenty Ones in the Bay Area now, although. <laughs> Is probably going to be fewer, mm-hmm. based on you know the company's current financials. But, but like this was not a a, a store that I grew up with because we 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 outdated a little bit. Mm-hmm. It was something that came into vogue when I was probably about twenty one. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. I wasn't a, I wasn't a teenager. I was in my twenties for sure. Um, so I got to thinking about, and we don't have to go on and on about this, but. You know what are other brands that were you know what, if some kid is like when I was ten years old I started shopping at Forever Twenty One I can't believe like it might go away or mm-hmm. you know things have things have changed department store wise you know because we all know that like malls are dying and stuff mm-hmm. I think that my store would be Mervin oh I was uh, I was just gonna say that That's were so you fu- yeah and I always like don't get me wrong like Mervin's for anybody who's not familiar Mervyn's was a it was a it was a lower tier Macy's. Yep, and it wasn't cool. Like you didn't, we weren't like stoked to go to Mervin's, but it would but it was be where you get like sweatpants, back to school, really clothing. cheap,
2: back to school clothing. We, we just really like, did have the same childhood. That's so funny. My mom <laughs> took me a there all the time. Staples and stuff.
1: Yeah, my mom was always like Mervin's. Meh. I know she, but like, she had like a but Mervin's it was like, card, but it was a necessary evil. Oh yeah. Yeah. I kind of got yeah, excited, you though. You couldn't just, like, like shop in the juniors department for everything.
2: I do have, like, like good positive nostalgia from going to Mervyn's. Because I I remember specifically, like, this... I remember I got a, a, like, a Kelly Green turtleneck. I don't know why I remember this. <laughs> but, like, I remember very much details like a lot of detail from when we went back to school shopping and i would lay out my outfits like on the bed before and they were always yeah, mervins it was yeah. always mervins with my mom my dad was a little more upscale but um and i remember getting this kelly green turtleneck i don't even own a turtleneck these days i i think that sometimes i find them creepy but um i just this this turtleneck I have, and i was I so like excited a, about entire
1: it entire drawer of turtlenecks you do
2: but- oh you're gonna need them where you're going yeah
1: but you know it's they're cozy. I don't know. They're I like, cozy. a good you know, turtleneck.
2: I know I know somebody who is a huge fan of turtlenecks and they there's a lot of uh you know representation of very sexy turtleneck wearers in films.
1: I can also see you, Heather, as as not you're just not a turtleneck person. I'm sure I've seen you wear one in my life, but like, mm, I can't I think of that, that as go like
2: up to here, kind of like not like a roll down mm-hmm. turtleneck. But I think when my neck starts to sag and get like all wrinkly, I'll start wearing turtlenecks. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so you can look forward to those days. <laughs> well, it'll it'll be a resurgence with Heather once we really shit the bed. Yeah. Quite literally. So, um, this story is very close to my heart. And I think, I think you're going to get a lot out of this too, Sarah. Um, Mm -hmm. I try to find stuff that, that you will be like, ah, yeah, yeah, I can relate to that. So, you know, I, um, you know, when I, when I, you know, I often like look at, uh, job listings, I'm still kind of like not totally secure in my job. It's, it's a contract. It'll, it'll come and things come and go. and, yeah, I noticed on these applications, like, uh, more and more over the years, you know, they a lot of these companies are demanding so much flexibility. Working nights, weekends, it says it in the job description often. It says, you know, working nights, weekends, holidays is going to be required. Overtime is going to be required. Um, sometimes on very short notice, you know, work schedules are going to change with short notice, yeah. that kind of thing. And I noticed that with my job. In fact, I was there was this potential for me to work today, but like, I don't get overtime. Like I get a day rate, I already work 10, 11, 12 hour days for like that day rate. That day rate does not change if yeah. I work more hours. Yeah. So you right. have to like draw the line somewhere. It's like you wanna do a good job, you wanna work hard, you wanna work long hours and get everything done, but you also don't wanna be a chump and just like, you know, like work around the clock all the time for like you know this measly day rate. Anyway, uh, so I, I came across this article um, um uh, at the atlantic and it was kind of talking about how it's you don't see your friends anymore and it made me think about our lifestyles now and how long and unreliable work schedules have become i know mine has uh mm-hmm. this is this this is actually very familiar for me i mean ever since i've started this contract i mean i it, it's hard for us to shoot the show i mean it's uh i'm i'm kind of around the clock right now i've got people actually uh, communicating with me right now as we speak on Slack um, from other countries, and uh, you know having problems with with things and they need need help. Anyway, you know I don't see all my friends anymore. I used to be way more social. You and, um, you and me both, Sarah. And I mean, I think it was nice when we lived in the same neighborhood because we could walk down the street to the local bar on like the drop of a hat. You know, a lot of people don't do that very much anymore. There's not a lot of room for spontaneity. Um, you know, and I notice when I'm done with work. All I want to do is spread out time as much as I can to to chill. I want to just come down from like being you know stressed out and um, mm-hmm. working my butt off. You know, and it's funny I'm noticing more and more people talking about like um, you know with their husbands or their wives or their kids like how do I get them to do chores? Like a lot of my, I have a lot of friends who have Trello and Slack. These are very work uh, app, These are work apps to help with productivity. Um, and people are using them in their homes now. You know, it's hard for people to, it, it's getting harder and harder to plan and to, to commit to things, to, to commit to friend things because of this, these unreliable schedules um, and how fast everything's going with technology and everything like that. You know, it's funny. It's like, um, uh, you know, I, even if I schedule something really far out, sometimes there's anxiety because w- w- how, what am I going to be doing when I get to that date? Is there going to be a crisis? Will I still be able to go? Will things yeah. change that much for when that thing comes around? Anyway, I just thought this was super interesting. There was a there's some book called Sleeping with Your Smartphone. A lot of this is has to do with we're on our phones a lot. We're we're almost like it's too much coordinating and too much um, managing of our everyday lives. Um, but this book actually was you know saying that most people now, um, I mean people are logging like insane hours. Um, most professionals devote most of their waking hours to their careers. That's kind of the upshot uh, from from this book. And it is crazy. It's like you and me, Sarah, I mean, we've been in production for a long time. We used to work a lot of hours. We've worked a lot of hours kind of forever. I mean production sort of begs for that. Um, yeah. And but I really do think with like technology and you know traffic's worse, there's like so many more factors to kind of like really ruin your schedule so that you kind of don't have as much social time if that makes sense it does I think um at least for
1: me you know it probably more than the average per- well definitely more than the average person I see a fair amount of people on a daily basis without leaving this room yeah and without being having them being in this room uh-huh. um because I am a technology porter on the internet Mm -hmm. you know and and with various other projects this being one of them you know um peppered in there so it's like i don't feel like oh i never see heather because i'm like i'm looking at you right now yeah it's not the same Mm -mm. it's definitely not the same and there's some you know sometimes you get that sort of like kind of like feeling in your stomach like this isn't right this Mm -hmm. isn't the same you know like real world interaction is like you're not replicating that quite right yep and you know I I worry about that a little bit I Mm -hmm. also you know I had a birthday recently and a friend was thank you very much a friend was going to come down and a couple days beforehand and like honestly because like I'm like moving and everything, I was like, hmm, now I have to have a house guest and like my house is in disarray and, you know, like mm-hmm. there was some anxiety on my part about the whole thing, but I was very excited about it. It was actually two friends, uh, but uh, the one was like, hey, I'm, you know, I, I'm not feeling well, you know, I got, I got, you know, some something's kind of, you know, like not like I, you know, I'm not dying or yeah. anything, but I, I I can't make the trip. Mm-hmm. I'm so sorry. And I was kind of like well, you know what? This is going to continue to happen. Yeah. I'm not, what What? what am I going to do? Me mad? Yeah. Of course not. It happens you know, was all like, the time now. Yeah, you kind of like, you're sort of disappointed, of course, but like your health is more important to me and we all are dealing with that stuff more and more
2: all the time. Not because yeah. like we're old and dying, but just just life gets in the way. Yeah, and two days for the weekend is nothing. Like I, I have like a fair amount of things happening this weekend that are like, this, between this time and this time, this is what I'm doing. And yeah. like, A day is so short, especially getting older. I think also it is a little bit age, I will say, because I think time goes faster as you get older, so you feel more crunched. Like, I feel like I'm always kind of getting up and showering, going, and then I'm like doing it again, and then again, and again. It's kind of, um, you know, this sort of groundhog day thing. Um, I think part of it definitely is age, um, but I do notice that I'm like stressed about the weekend because I'm like, okay, I gotta exercise. I gotta record the show. I wanna have a little fun. I want to go see that movie. I want to go to that restaurant. It's like you only have 48 hours. Like That's right. It's yeah. ridiculous. I mean, I'm a working stiff now. I think I, I I really, really appreciate my free time now because I am realizing how little I have of it now. So I appreciate it even more. Anyway, that's all I'll say about it. But if you guys have any, uh, you know, I don't know, anything to say about this, we'd love to hear from you. Please email us at hi at com. We've been a little lonely lately. So please get on those emails and talk to us.
1: Yeah, and speaking of appreciating people, we appreciate (laughs) you. Oh, yeah, we we appreciate everybody who enjoys the show, whether you watch the video version, listen to the audio version, you know, uh, get the word out, or silently just like it. But we especially like our patrons um, because you keep the show going. We talk about you every week, but we want to make sure that you feel loved. Patreon.com slash have such a good day. Is where you can find out more about how to become a patron and the tiers that you can, you know, be part of and help us keep the show afloat.
2: Wonderful. Well put, Sarah. Um, I want to do a couple uh, subscriber shout outs. Um, Joan Richardson um, just became a patron, a $1 patron. What up, Joan? Uh, and then we've got a few YouTubers uh, Frank's Vlogs, uh, Chris Smith. Chris Talk and Mike Carrier, so welcome you guys. We are so happy to have All you our community.
1: Woo woo! Frank, Chris, Chris, and Mike. <laughs> Lots of dudes. Even though you have very mean? common names, <laughs> so are Sarah and Heather,
2: and so is uh, Big Kahuna, um, who wrote us uh, on Patreon actually, and he says, Sarah, good luck with this new show. Cheers. Uh,
1: and it's not that new, show. but
2: yeah, he well, okay. he, yes. he did this with, within the with last have week. Such a good day. Yeah. It's That's new to wonderful. him.
1: Well, great! Um, we're so happy to have you, and thank you. We we're we're you know we're we're keeping we're keeping the train rolling.
2: We are.
1: <laughs> we we also got uh, and a, a comment from Jude Sturman, uh, who was up, talking you? about my deep dislike of midsummer uh, and said anything that generates an emotional reaction is art so that's where I classified the movie. Okay, you know what you're that is a good response that is, that is a good adult response and I don't want to get into this because I am done talking about this bullshit <laughs> movie but
2: I will tell you that I watched it twice. Did you out that was that's what I was gonna ask you I do, did do you tell.
1: Uh, I watched it twice and I dislike it more. <laughs> Why? But but I also it ju- I just I just find it to be a movie designed to, like. And it's it's me for sure. Because mm-hmm. other people are like, Oh, it was so beautiful. The aren't reactions <laughs> And I'm like, No. The production no, the, all these people need to die. Like yeah. I I I just it's not the right movie for like my mental state. Yeah. I just I found fa- I just found it like and the whole thing is like the first time you watch, you know, a movie where you're like, Oh my god, I have a viscerally bad reaction uh-huh. a lot of the times it's because you're surprised. I wasn't surprised the second time. I knew exactly what was going to happen. So I was like, Okay, let's let's watch this with a, you know, with a skeptical eye and just kind of see what's up here. And I was just like, when it was over, I was like, just not the movie for me. What are you going to do? But I them all.
2: even though it's not the movie for you, it really has sparked some passion in you. And there's something to say about that.
1: Yeah, well, I'm ready to go back to the Real Housewives where I belong, and that will be my passion going forward. Thank you, you very much. Sh- we should
2: start a reality show the um, <laughs> not the Housewives, but like something Forestville I just, themed.
1: I just, I just, you know, what, the thing the thing with me is like so much stuff is background to me. Oh yeah, totally. Now, you know, like not succession that you know i always use that as like my f- like that's the yeah. example of like my favorite show like yeah. i love that show you know even though it's like problematic on its own mm-hmm. but you know and and you kind of have to you have to be paying lots of attention you can't just be sort of like doing other things or you'll miss yeah, you nuanced, do. nuanced things but i get but, it but uh, but i just i just sort of like it's just it's just the way it is I but understand. you know what, jude i take your i take your point um and i think that you, you know, it, it did get me to, you know, feel some type of way. It wasn't a good way, but it was some type of way where many movies I'm just sort of like, eh, I you don't know, ever care about that movie to think about it again. It's so actually, there you go. It's
2: actually funny. This morning I was just having a conversation um, about this exact thing. I don't watch a lot of TV anymore because I don't have a lot of time. I get, I get home late in the evening and I'm watching more movies because the person I'm living with is a movie person. So we tend to watch more Blu-rays. Um, but we get, we got in the, not an argument, but it was sort of like, there are certain movies that I'm not willing to watch during the week, like something from the 1940s or like something that's just like, kind of takes a lot of attention because I'm Mm. tired and it's like during the week. And so what I really miss, actually, it's so funny as much as I'm like a lot of Netflix fare is just sort of like, eh, but like, I want that. I want to binge watch something not like Succession because I do watch Succession. I love it and I need to pay attention. Um, but I do miss that kind of like Netflix f- fair, which I think is the t- why it's, yeah, they make right. it the way it is. So I can play words with friends and text people while I'm watching shows. There's something very relaxing about it. I don't know.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, when I talk about my love for the Real Housewives franchise, I mean, don't get me wrong. I really do love it. But I love it because... It's candy and yeah, it's easy. Totally, and I put it on the background. And if I have to like go to the bathroom and then you walk back into the living room, no, yeah, because you're not missing anything. Like, I, it's just, I'm with it's you. It's just kind of it's kind of like familiar background yeah, noise. Yeah, I need that, more of that
2: in my life. I do. Yeah. So yeah. I want to I mention one more note from Mark Azali. Um, he's mentioning so I, you know, speaking of the DVD Blu-ray thing, I did mention a couple shows back that. There's some movies that I was recommending to our patrons that aren't available um, uh, online and for streaming. They're like classics, you have to buy the DVD. But he's mentioning here that the public library system is a wonderful resource for disc media, for movies that aren't available to stream or you can't afford. So uh, you guys on our, my dis- cool. on our Discord, yeah. I did mention to you, you're gonna have to drop 20, 20 bones to pick up some of those horror movies I was recommending, but maybe you could check your local library. So thank you, Mark super cool see yeah. how fun it is when you good when we, don't you think it's cool that we get these notes from people so take just you know <laughs> what am i gonna say no no i'm I just i don't think they're cool i'm just saying like for all y'all listening um wouldn't you like your name shouted out on the show that's all i'm saying sarah absolutely
1: yes yes and and we we love feedback good bad or Ugly,
2: <laughs> or other, whatever. Speaking of ugly, we're gonna have to wrap today's show. Sorry yeah, to we break are. the news.
1: Yeah, yeah. Heather and I, we you know we got we uh, we got we got stuff to do. Um, but this has been really fun. Hope y'all had as good of a time as we did. Uh, for everybody else, thanks for watching and listening. We'll see you back here next time. Remember, we're doing two shows a week now, and we're you know
2: still getting our footing, but we're doing it. We are getting our footing, so it's a little slow going, but we're gonna get. Yeah. Into, we're gonna get into the rhythm. So thanks for bearing with us. Yeah.
1: Let Sarah move back to the redwoods, and then we are good to go. <laughs> but 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 yeah. No, we're 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 back in the game, everybody. Yeah, um, man. So uh, we will. Um, Well, we'll see you next time. time. All right. (laughs) Later, everybody. I'm Heather. And I'm Sarah. And have such a good
0: day. Or die. (laughs) (laughs) Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer.